everybody, and welcome back to the Pig Ellie Podcast. I'm your host, Gerald, and we've got a big episode. There's a lot to talk about, um, not just A-League-related stuff. It'll come. But um, this is the final episode before the finals. Uh, season ends on Monday, but yet there's still so much left uh, to to be decided in the, in the next few days. Um, three teams could finish top, seven teams could make finals, although we've got five locked in. So Melbourne City, Melbourne Victory, West United, Adelaide, and now Central Coast uh, are all locked in to play finals. So it's up to Wellington and Sydney for that final spot, although Wellington could still finish as high as fourth. Uh, and as low as 7th, so it's going to be very interesting. Um, they've got a couple of tough games, Wellington, and we'll get into that uh, a little bit later, but uh, I think the Golden Boot is still well and truly up for grabs as well. Newcastle's got two games, City's got two games, uh, Bickle Tardzi on 13, McLaren on 14, so um, it would be great to see a not-McLaren win for the third season in a row, if, if I'm being honest, but um, we'll start with last week's results, uh, Melbourne victory and Wellington Phoenix, 3-1 to victory, um, really pushing themselves as a top two chance now, given the result with Weston on the weekend as well, and uh, this was a strong win, they were tested by Wellington, who obviously um, need the win just as badly to keep, or to, you know, ensure a final spot, um, they got two penalties early, Wellington, they only scored one, uh, and victory with a couple of goals late to win at 3-1. And they're in good form at the moment, Victory. You know, haven't lost in 13, 14 league games or something. A healthy crowd of 8,000 in this game as well. It was a Friday night, so it's helpful to them. But it's good to know that this late in the season, there's still some pretty big interest in their games. And I'm excited to see when they play a final at home at Amy Park, um, how full they can get it. But on Saturday, we had three games. Uh, we'll start with the least important one, Perth and Western Sydney. Now, Daniel Sturridge did start this game. Um... And that's not peak of the week because there's a much bigger peak of the week, which is coming. But uh, one all. So Sturridge didn't actually really do anything of note in this game. A couple of nice passes from him. I watched a little bit of the game, but did get subbed off at half time. So ho- hopefully we see him tonight against Melbourne City. Who knows? But Bruno Fornaroli was back. He scored. Uh, it was a late equaliser by Ogawa to deny Perth their first win in about four months or something like that. Um, pretty stiff. But... Uh, you know, with Sturridge back, they drew a bit of a crowd. It was just under 7,000, so better than what they've been getting lately. Um, but, yes, the other games, Adelaide and Brisbane Raw, uh, Adelaide 2-0. What a goal uh, from Ibisuki, was it, in this game? I think he's got a banger. Am I, maybe I'm getting confused, but anyway, it was 2-0. Pretty, pretty standard win. Brisbane have given up a while ago, although they somehow managed to get a point out of Melbourne victory, but... Um, a strong win for Adelaide, really pushing their top four claims. And the final game, uh, this wasn't a shock result, but it was a, a pretty big one. Central Coast grabbing a 1-0 win over Western United. Um, Garan Kual with a goal in the 81st minute. He just cannot stop scoring another goal for him last night. Um, but yeah, this pretty much put the Mariners right back in the finals conversation. Now, I've been backing them all year because at Gosford, they're just so hard to beat. I'd love to see the home and away records. I'm sure I could find it somewhere, but... Um, obviously, they're in unbelievable form. They've only lost one game this year, I think. And, uh, yeah, playing some great football and absolutely deserve it of a final spot. And, uh, yeah, Qual was just so exciting. I can't wait to see him play in the finals. But a pretty disappointing loss for Western United. Um, puts them really in, in trouble here for, for a top two spot, let alone the plate. Um, yes, people are getting stuck in me on Twitter about it. I don't enjoy it. And I, I didn't even get to watch the game because uh, I had football and then... 
got onto my phone straight after the game in the rooms and I just see people tagging me and I was just like, like I literally hadn't even seen the score so I figured we'd lost, I went over and had a look and we almost held on but um, it seemed like Central Coast deserved to win looking at the stats and everything so um, I don't know, Western sort of worrying me a bit heading into the finals, obviously they've been up and down, they haven't been terrible um, in the last couple of months but just uh, Risden really needs to come back uh, soon, he should be back in the next two or three weeks. Hopefully, that was the last... Uh, the, the, uh, that is what I heard last time around. Um, Diamante, I've heard he might not return, to be honest. So, um, obviously, he's been out for a couple of months. Uh, it's not like he was doing a, a whole heap, but I just think he makes us a better side overall. Um, you know, with Lustiker and Kilkenny both starting, I'd probably prefer to just see one of them start. Um, but yeah, it, it's not too bad, uh, but Western need to find uh, at least one win in the next couple of games. It's not even about finishing top two, it's just getting some momentum back before finals. But Central Coast are the sneaky uh, chance to win here. You know, Nisbet, Goddard, Cummings, Maresh. It's such an exciting team. Then you add Quoll into it as well off the bench. So I think I saw he scored four goals of just 122 minutes this season. So it's unbelievable, to be honest. Um, and it's just a very solid team when you look across the board, but... Uh, we'll move on to Sunday. There's just the one game. Newcastle 3, MacArthur 0 um, at Campbelltown Stadium. Not 10,000 this time around. I don't even know what the crowd was, but it looked pretty miserable. Uh, and this ended MacArthur's finals hopes. Um, they're now mathematically out of the race, which is one game to go. They sit four points out. And Ante Milicic, we know he's moving on from the club. And that press conference was pretty... Uh, it was definitely interesting viewing. It just seems like he's completely fallen out of love with the game and I mean hearing cowbells for 90 minutes every single week for a year or two years would probably do that to to any sane person so I don't blame him but I hope that um he does make a return at one point to coaching obviously he did great work with Matildas and even you know he's been pretty good at MacArthur um so I'm surprised that he, he won't be somewhere else in the A-League next season but uh at the same time I suppose coaching it just is a bit of a hard job mentally. It seems a lot of a lot of people struggling, but on Tuesday last night, Central Coast, like I said, locked themselves into the finals with a two 0 win over Brisbane. Brisbane have been such an easy beat for the last couple of months. Uh, Miller with one, and then Qual with the other in front of sixteen hundred fans. I mean, fair play to those sixteen hundred who've rocked up on a cold Tuesday night. Actually, it's in Queensland. It probably was warm, but um, yeah, uh, the end of Brisbane season. Almost, they've got to go to one more game next week. They actually finished the season off against Sydney. So that is going to be a good game. If Sydney get the win over victory, it's obviously going to be um, a, a game that defines the top six potentially. That is all. We'll move in to <clears throat> this week's games. We start off tonight. Two massive games in the makeup of that top three. We've got Newcastle taking on Western United first up at the Hunter. Uh, Newcastle's been in decent form as of late. Western United, like we said, they're tapering off a little bit, but this is a massive game for Western United. They sit on 44 points with two games to go. Victory's got 45 with a game to go. City, 46 with two games to go. So if they win tonight, they'll be top, at least until City finishes their game. Uh, and, and look, if they can win this one, they're, they're a pretty good chance of making the top four or the top two, uh, which I think they need because sixth, sixth is probably going to be Wellington. And Western United historically really, really struggles against Wellington. So top two would just be ideal. Uh, lock it away, get it to two legs, uh, You know, no matter who they have to play. But I'm going to go 2-1 for Western here. I just think they've got a lot more at stake. You know, this is a, a free hit for Newcastle. They, they can't make finals anymore. 
Um, so I don't know. There was news that Daniel Pena's moving to Sydney FC this morning. I don't know how reliable it was. It was just some random guy on Twitter, but like it, I just had a lot of traction. It seemed like people were believing it, so I'll go along with it. Um, disappointing to say the least. Um, uh, obviously he's come in on loan and maybe Sydney has put through a good offer and there is a, someone's rung the doorbell. Give me one moment. <laughs> I don't know why I said, give me a second. Cause obviously it's just going to be cut, but uh, that's so annoying. It was, I thought it was going to be a package or something. It's just some bloke offering like a free, um, like price evaluation of the house. And I said, I said, mate, we've got a no canvases sign on the door. Just said, can you not read? He's like, oh, sorry, I'll just leave my card. Don't leave your card. I'm in the middle of a podcast because I say, anyway, sorry, just being completely sidetracked. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, so Daniel Pena potentially moving to Sydney. Like I said, he was on a loan, so maybe Sydney's come in with a, an offer uh, to his original club or something like that. I mean, he's, he's a great player. Like, you know, he blasts a few shots a bit over the bar and stuff, wastes a lot of shots, but he's such an exciting player. Um, I think he's still leading the league for assists, so it's a great bit of business uh, from Sydney FC if they do bring him in. They've got a lot of those creative players, but Baboro we know is moving on. I wouldn't be surprised if Barbarousas uh, is somewhere else next season. So it's a good move, but uh, this means it's probably his last time playing uh, in front of the home fans. They've still got another game to go in Newcastle, but um, who knows what he can produce fresh off the suspension. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 to Western United. Just too much at stake and, and probably more of wishful thinking there. Anyway, but then Perth and Melbourne City. Now, this game, like two weeks ago, I was like, yeah, Perth have won their last two games. So, also City are winning their last two games. So, if Western drop any points, which they did on the weekend, title race is over. But, who knows? You've got Fornaroli back scoring goals. You've got Sturridge in the lineup, who just desperately needs to do something to uh, stake his claims for the All-Stars match. And, who knows? Perth, at home... They owe, they owe their fans badly, and, and how good would it be if they can go out with a bang with a win against the, the top of the table? Uh, I mean, I'm tipping City 3-0, but it would be a good story, wouldn't it? I mean, I don't know. It would be so exciting because it would literally mean that all three clubs um, could win it going into the final game, just depending on who, like if, if any team lost, it could still be victory or, or whatever. But it would be su- super exciting. Don't see it happening, but would love for it to happen. On Thursday... A big, big game. Honestly, this is going to be great. Western Sydney taking on Wellington. They just played uh, like last week, uh, was it, in Auckland. It was 1-0 to Wellington. Should have been one all. Yugakovic slipped over and skied that penalty. And um, yeah, they, they got away with the win there, Wellington. But Mark Rudan has the chance to potentially really, really hurt uh, his old side's finals chances. In doing so, he gives his biggest rival, Sydney FC, a massive chance of making finals. So it's kind of a lose-lose for Mark Rudan, but um, you can't say he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> this is going to be this is gonna be a big game. It's the Wanderers' second last game. Um, the last game in front of their fans. They play MacArthur, so I'm sure they'll still get some fans watching them on Sunday, but another really poor season. They've had two managers, six wins. I mean, it, it's been a poor season. So um, they owe it to their fans to try and get the win here. Um, I think we'll see a one-all draw, to be honest. I just think... At Bank West, they're not typically losing by heaps or anything, and I think they can hold um, the the Knicks to that. I don't think they've lost in the last sort of maybe six games, the, the, the Wanderers. I don't think they've lost since the Derby, which was, I think, late March, early April, something like that. So um, they're not in terrible form finishing off the season. Oh, actually, no, they just lost last week. But okay, two losses in, in the last six games isn't too bad for them. Uh, I'll go one all. On Saturday, Central Coast and the Jets, the F3 Derby, 
Oh, it's on the same time as the big blue. Who made that mistake? Put one on, on at five. Seriously. I continue to have my mind blown by the scheduling in this league. But um, this game's big because the Mariners will need uh, to win to get top four, like have a top four chance, obviously. So they currently sit on 39 points. Adelaide's on 40. Um, and they both got one game to go. So if they win this, they'll be sitting there until Sunday night when Adelaide and Western United play. Uh, a home final would be big. Like it's unless Wellington win both their games, but they do play Melbourne City, so I don't know. But in, uh, if that does happen, if that doesn't happen, fourth and fifth is going to be Adelaide and Central Coast. So they're really fighting just for the the home home game advantage. And uh, Central Coast, um, fresh off winning the F three derby just a week ago, four two. I think they'll do it again. Um, they're at home. I'll say two nil, and the Jets will will finish off the season on a bad note. But Overall, positive season for the Jets. It's it's weird to say that, given that they were you know ninth. And to be honest, I, I had them eighth at the start of the season, so they've almost underperformed to what people expected. Because people, a lot of people rated them, but I think everyone was expecting them to overperform, and they've kind of I don't know. I you know what I mean? Like they were expected to be like the surprise packet. So then you can't really call it a disappointment when they didn't. I I, I don't know, but it's been an okay season for the Jets. They've been enjoyable to watch in a league that's mostly dull. You know what I mean? So, um. At least Arthur Pappas can has got that. You know he's playing exciting football and um, obviously got his contract re-signed. So they're happy enough with what he's doing. Um, it's going to be hard to find another Daniel Pena for next season, but that will be their season done. And I expect the Mariners to get the win there. The Big Blue. This is a massive game. Sydney need to win if they're going to be a chance to play finals. Uh, Victory need to win if they're going to be a chance to uh, to get top two. So um, a pretty huge game. And. Uh, oh. I think I think Sydney win it, honestly. In front of the home fans, this is their last game at Cogra, the last game before they go back to their uh, Sydney football stadium in Moore Park. And, and I'm sure they'll get some fans here because the first couple of games, you know, there was heaps of people there. They loved it, but I think people just got sick of it. Maybe everyone will get along for a, a bit of a um, final goodbye. And um, obviously... Uh, with the finals chances, still honestly a very good chance. If they win both their games, I think they probably will play finals given um, Wellington doesn't have the easiest finish to the season. Um, I mean, they're going to bank on Wellington getting two losses or a loss and a draw because Wellington's got a terrible goal difference of minus 15. Sydney's just negative two. Sydney's five points behind. So um, if they get two wins, Sydney and Wellington get a point. So like I tip them to get a draw against... Um, Wanderers and I'll probably tip them to lose against Sydney I mean it, it's it's a real chance but Sydney got to get past this and I think they will um, keeping victory probably out of the top two unless Western United win or lose both of their games on Sunday we've got another dead rubber MacArthur and Western Sydney um, to be honest the, the good thing about the scheduling is there's only a couple games that have like no bearing on the competition you know what I mean like this is the only one in the final round uh, where yeah it just does not matter whatsoever uh, which is pretty cool that they they managed to do that. Whether it was on purpose or not, probably not. But we'll give them a bit of credit. Uh, MacArthur and Western Sydney. I think um, this will be nil all, to be honest. Just a dull way to finish two very dull seasons. Um, and everyone can just forget that it happened. Um, this is a big game. Adelaide and Western United. Adelaide need the win. Uh, if they win, they can't not finish fourth, even if the Mariners win, because they're already ahead by a point. Western United, um, if everything that I've predicted goes to plan here. This win will put them on top and then they'll be relying on uh, City to lose to Wellington to finish first. Um, to be honest, I'm not that bothered by, like about it as a fan. I think um, 
I'll be pretty disappointed if we don't finish top two, but first and second, like, there's really no difference other than, like, the opponent you're going to play. Um, I, I think I'd, I think you'd rather finish first because of the two-leg semifinals. Obviously, the team that comes second is going to be playing third versus sixth, which is going to be victory versus someone. You'd expect victory to win that, so then you've got to play your away leg against victory. You've also got to play your home one against victory, and for Western United, a home leg at Andy Park against Melbourne victory, it's just going to feel like two away legs. So... The finishing top still pretty important for them, but to be honest, in, in terms of like the Premier's play, I don't, I'm not really fussed. I don't know, like, is it something that people really celebrate or not? Because like, yeah, I just I've never like because it doesn't like if you win the Premier's play and you want to lose a grand final, no one cares about the Premier's play. You know, like it's great when you do the double, but winning the play means absolutely nothing. I'd be just as excited winning just the grand final as I would winning the double. You know, I think that's like the general opinion of of most people anyway, but. Uh, I think Western win, they're pretty good normally against Adelaide. Historically, I think they played two games in Adelaide. One massive win, one draw. So I'll tip them to win this uh, 1-0. Why not finish with the, uh, you know, what we all know and love. And then on Monday, Melbourne City and Wellington Phoenix. So this game, they'll need a win or at least get a point, I think. Because, yeah, they'll need to get a point out of this. Their goal difference is heaps better than Western United. Um, to finish top well, uh, Melbourne City in front of their fans now... Obviously, if they are behind uh, West United on this final night um, and they need this to win the plate, or even if they're in front and they're like, they're definitely going to celebrate the plate this night, I'm sure they'll get some pretty decent crowd. It is a Monday night, 7 o'clock, so a pass mark here is probably 7,000, I think. Uh, I know that's low, but like, it is a Monday. Uh, if it was a weekend, I'd probably say 10,000, but yeah, hopefully it's not like 4,000 people and it's just like completely dead when they win the plate. Um, I think they'll win this 2-0. Um, so could put Wellington see isn't really in jeopardy. I mean, it's just, it's a tough finish for them. Uh, then we go to, to Brisbane and Sydney on Tuesday. I'm going to tip Sydney three nil. Um, so if all my predictions are right, Sydney will make the six, despite everything I've been saying all season about them probably missing finals. This, that it, it's in their hands really, uh, unless Wellington go out and smash the Wanderers, but I, I don't see that happening. So the way I'd see the, the table finishing is city first, Western second, victory third, Central Coast 4th, Adelaide 5th, Sydney 6th. Based on my predictions, that's how it will play out. But uh, we'll know a lot more this time next week. Now, peak of the week. Oh, boy. Olin Techers. He, last week, dropped some potential merch stuff. Uh, two hoodies. One says Olin Techers on it. The other one says Big Verge, which is like his nickname. Like, it's kind of funny because it sounds like Big Virgin. And that's the joke that I was making on Twitter during the week. But um, I get it. That's his thing. I think it's got something to do with Virgil van Dyke, um, and because he's like a big defender or, or whatever when he played um, in State League. Or People keep saying MPL4. I didn't know there was an MPL4. But um, yeah, <laughs> it got put on Twitter from Football Shirt Finds Australia, who is a great bloke. And... Um, you know, asking for thoughts about the product. And everyone gave their thoughts. Wow, this is the least creative thing we have ever, ever seen, right? Uh, it doesn't mean it's bad. You know, of, of course, like, if I could sell hoodies that said Gerald on it in the most plain, boring font I could find, and I could sell those for uh, however much. I said $90. Apparently, I got that wrong. He said he's never put the price out. I don't know where I got that from. I thought I'd heard $90, but I must have been thinking of something else. Um, maybe they're going to be $60 or something. I doubt they'd be cheaper than that. Um, if I could sell Gerald hoodies for $60, would I do it? Absolutely. So I think no one's saying, oh, 
this is ridiculous. Like, but if people are going to buy them, that's brilliant. I just don't think people will. You know what I mean? And then he, he shows some comments from his Instagram, like six comments. He's like, oh, people said no one would buy my merch. Well, look at this. It's six comments saying, oh, this looks, this looks fire, bro. Come on, man. Seriously. Um, everyone's been getting involved. I had a voice note. Like I was at work when it happened and then I saw it on my break and I thought, you know what? I want to put a voice note out because I just love speaking on Twitter and, and everything. And then, yeah, someone messaged me like he's listening to it on his stream. I was I didn't even know he was streaming, but then I, yeah, he was streaming throughout the whole thing. Um, the whole sort of argument on Twitter. Um, and it is funny cause he starts off going like, oh, these men think they can talk about Olin on Twitter cause I'm not on there. And then he goes, you know, takes 20 minutes to draft out these simple tweets, puts them out. And then 30 minutes later, he's just getting absolutely ripped. Now I don't mind him. Genuinely do not mind him. His TikToks, they're not always to me, but I've watched a couple of his I thought were funny. Um, and I, I honestly really liked the way he responded to my voice note. Like he was laughing. He, he took it in good spirits when I probably ripped him. I was quite harsh on him. Now, some of the other stuff like A-League memes, making fun of him for not making it past NPL 4 and that sort of thing. It was a bit harsh. Um, you know, he's not a bad person. And all he's done here is clap back at someone else hitting at him. I, mean, I don't think the original tweet from Football Shirt Finds was bad, but then obviously the responses weren't nice. They were critical and they were probably fair, but it's never nice to hear that sort of stuff about yourself. But his mistake was just keep on digging. I think he's still doing it now. Like he's still replying to tweets, still getting angry, still retweeting every bit of support he gets. You know, I've been in this position before when it feels like all of Twitter's on your back. You know, it happened with the whole victory tweet thing. It happened with the ladies league and it's not fun. Like it is not fun at all. It sucks. Um, you, you don't want it to get to you, but it does. Like when it just feels like 200 people are calling you a flog, like it's not a nice feeling whatsoever, even if it is a bit funny or, and but the, the problem is like, and I've been in it, I thought I was right. He thinks he's right. You keep on pushing your claim and it, like when you're in there, you're thinking, oh, it's great. But like, I sat back at this and looked, I'm like, this guy just keeps on digging. And then I realized that's probably exactly what I've done, you know, in the past. It's, it's hard. It's easier said than done to just ignore it. But that's exactly what he needs to do. Let it, let it go. Um, the Mariners jumping in last night was pretty funny, to be honest. They put out a hoodie with Mariners W on it and a, a clip of one of the goals and stuff. It was pretty good. But, um, you know, that's what football or soccer Twitter does. It, it loves to make fun of things. And, and uh, if you're on the receiving end, it's not great, but everyone else enjoyed it. So, you know what? It was a bit of free promo. I don't think any of the people, though, that like saw it on Twitter are now going, oh, I can't wait to cop one of these hoodies. But you know what, Olin? If you send one to me, I'll proudly wear it. Um, and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to wear a big Verge hoodie. Um, that is all, though. I hope you guys enjoyed. Peak of the week, like I said, just Olin um, getting a bit upset on Twitter. And, and look, I think we needed that. It, it brought everyone together, you know, all united against Olin Techers. But uh, he's tweeting a lot more now. Like, I looked through his tweet. Never used to tweet before. Now he's on there talking about football and stuff. So welcome to Soccer Twitter, mate. Um, it's a wild place. But, yeah, that is all. Best of luck to your team if uh, your team's still in the finals race. We head into the final week of the league. It's been such a crazy season, and I'm kind of glad that it's just going to end, but I'm also very excited for finals. Uh, one more thing, Western United doing a $100 travel back voucher and a free ticket to the game in Adelaide. Uh, a few people are going to go. I think it's a bit late notice for some, and, and, but if we were up and about for the play, like if we had one against Central Coast on the weekend, a lot of us were planning to go, but like I'd have to get out of work, and it's also Mother's Day, so I feel a bit bad like... Just going to Adelaide for the day uh, on Mother's Day. But yeah, I hope a few people do take advantage of it. And I hope it's a more, you know, a reoccurring thing. If they do that for every trip next season, 
hundred percent. I'll go on five away trips. Seriously, like if you're gonna give me half the money back for the flights, absolutely. And even you can get like a train ticket or a bus ticket, or whatever, and they'll they'll pay for all of it. So it's pretty cool. Um, don't know where the club's getting his money from, but <laughs> yeah, that is all. Uh, like I said, enjoy the football, and I'll see you all next week for some finals talk.